Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Zoom Ramid for IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast. As people would have seen tonight, um, a piece did go out with Gareth um, outside your call. Um, we were there for Marius Wack uh, against Fraser Clark, which we didn't actually talk about. Um, so let's start off with that. What did you make of Fraser's performance? Well, he I spoke to him afterwards for Talk Sport, obviously, and I spoke to him for myself for my show tomorrow. And he gave himself a 7 out of 10. It was a workmanlike performance. He learned a lot from a 10-rounder, he felt. Um, the critics will be out and say that he lacked power in the fight and he smothered his work, which he kind of agreed to, agreed about as well. Um, but, you know, there's lots for him to work on. Um, he was quite happy with it. He's still winning. Um, Marius Wack is a great veteran. Um, but, you know... It wasn't an A1 performance, um, but he wasn't horribly dissatisfied with it. But he said he's just on a learning curve. Um, the critique will be that he didn't show enough power in the fight. But Wack is a very tough man. Now, he would say this because Eddie Hearn has worked with Fabio Wardley uh, for the duration of his professional career. Uh, but he said going off Fraser's performance on Saturday night, um, Fabio and Fraser is a mismatch. Your thoughts on that? Well, I think Fabio would try and drag him into the trenches because that's the way Fabio fights. He's a big puncher. He's a knockout guy. But I'd still like to watch Fraser boxing him. I think it's a great fight. It's built It's built bigger now. Um, yeah, maybe people would make Fabio the marginal favourite, but he, but he is inexperienced. He hasn't been... I think he hasn't been beyond six himself, has he? No, not in a professional ring. He hasn't been beyond yeah, six. Yeah, I, no. I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, bring it on. I mean... Fraser was talking about that fight afterwards. He wants it. He wants to fight the guy. He's going to have to fight all the other British up-and-comers anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a bigger fight now than it would have been if it had happened whenever it was due to happen. So, it's good. I, I don't... They, he can't avoid Fabio Wardley. Fabio Wardley's there with a title in his way. He's got to fight him. Do you think... Um, well, Ben Shalom was very... Um adamant that this will be the offer that he's put into Fabio Wardley's team is the biggest of his career so far. Yeah. Do you believe we see that on Sky Sports later on this year? Well, clearly he wants it on Sky, but then there's there could be a bidding war. I mean, why should Fabio Wardley, who's the champion, have to go over to Sky to do it? Well, if the money's yeah. right. If the money's right, fine. And that's what Eddie will probably say to him. If the money's right, you go. Um, but that's a conversation for them. Um, it's a fight we all want to see. David Adelaide's in the mix as well, of course, isn't he, Gareth? 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's another guy. I was that was on the tip of my tongue. David Adelaide is a is a guy that both guys got to step in with. David Adelaide, he's knocking about. Um, I'm, who's he promoted by? By Frank. By Frank Warren, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, again, that's a promotional rivalry thing. Again, can they get them in the mix? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, one's obviously uh, with Ben Shalom and Fraser. Uh, David's with uh, Frank Warren. I know Fabio is a free agent, but he's been doing fight by fight um, yeah. deals with with Matram with Eddie Hearn. So <laughs> they've all got one each basically in in this uh, puzzle. Um, Gareth, let's talk about um, Connor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, loads of reports circulating that that fights agreed for um, in Abu Dhabi in late September. So yeah. Should that be happening? Well, I mean, it's a complex situation, this. And, and the bottom line is, no, it shouldn't, because Conor Ben still got a hearing with UCAD and the Boxing Board of Control over those two, or at least one, tests for clomiphene in his system. Um, the timings, for, from what I've read and gone around it in the last couple of days, from what I've read... Um, from Connor Ben's manager or agent, Charlie Sims, is that they're expecting a resolution with the UCAD tribunal in the next couple of weeks. If you look at September the 23rd, which they've mentioned for Abu Dhabi, that's over six months past when the backdated ban or suspension, if there is one, uh, when, the, when they presented the case, uh, I think it was 14th of March, or certainly the middle of March, um, when they finally gave the case to, or went ahead and had a hearing with the board and UCAD. If they have found in his favour and he gets a, a short ban, we know that it's two or four years, that's the strict liability. But if the evidence is such that it can be six months, then I'm sure they'd pull it to the UK if he's not going to get a UK ban. Going abroad to have the fight, if he is on a suspension or a ban by then for two years is not right in my view um, because it just throws the whole testing system under the bus um, you know we're back we're back to square one in a sense even though I'm really pleased that there is a hearing going on for him so he can either clear his name or get it dealt with um, but I just feel that the, the, you can't throw the entire testing system in the sport under the bus and just say, I'm just innocent because I'm innocent. Um, you need proof of that. You need to go through the right procedures because you cannot begin to pull apart a testing system in the sport. And I've said it to you many times, which is inherently dangerous. And boxers need to be protected from those that have illegal substances in their system. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of jeopardy around this fight going ahead, in my view. Um, I wondered if Eddie was just throwing it out there. Nothing's signed yet, by the way. There's no actual deal yet, um, if you listen to what everyone's saying. Even Conor Ben gave an interview a couple of days ago where he was saying, um, you know, I'm preparing for it, but the fight isn't signed yet. Um, and it could be Eddie you know, licking his finger and putting it up to the wind and seeing what reaction is as well. It doesn't, it's not a good look on him as a promoter if his fighter is suspended in the UK that he just goes ahead and UK, uh, in the, in um, Abu Dhabi and just has the fight, Umar. It's not right. It's not ethically right for the sport in my view. And that is where I stand on it. Okay. What's your... Uh, having said that, 
I would still cover the fight. I'm not planning to boycott it if, if it happens. And I say that because it needs covering properly from the fundamentals of what we're talking about to questions being asked all the way up to the fight. Um, it's yeah, a real mess. Yeah, can, I, uh, can I ask you that, about that, actually? Because people will pick up about what you just said in the comments because I yeah. saw quite a few comments um, regarding the talk sport interview with Chris Eubank Sr., and you know the the message that was conveyed by Talksport and has been by Talksport for a long while um, is that this shouldn't be happening until it's cleared up, which is what you've just said. But well, it's they, not a message but... being put out by Talksport. It's a message being put out by people that work on boxing for Talksport: Adam Catterall, Simon Jordan, Adiola Depot, myself, Spencer Oliver, um, Nick Pete. I think have all said at some point they don't understand why the fight's going ahead when there's been no clearance of a boxer's name. I don't think there's, there's no systematic decision at TalkSport. It's just people who work there, I think, all have the same opinion. I don't know anyone in, within the sport who says the fight should just go ahead. But, but people are saying those people that you've just listed who work for TalkSport would be front row for that fight, covering it. Well, if TalkSport want to cover the fight, I'm going to go and cover the fight with them. I don't intend to boycott it. Maybe I should, I don't know. But I wasn't intending to boycott it because I wanted to report on it. I want to report on it for The Telegraph. I want to report on it for TalkSport. I want to follow a story that is very serious in the sport. Okay. But we don't even know if the fight's going ahead yet. No. I, I, I have serious reservations about whether um, Eddie Hearn will actually go ahead with it if Conor Ben gets a two-year suspension, let's say, in a couple of weeks' time. Because it, 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 it just it makes a mockery of any testing system in the sport. So it, it, it just throws the whole thing into jeopardy. It, th it throws the sport under the bus, in my view. I don't understand well, I do understand the thinking. It's a very big fight that makes an, an, awful, an awful lot of money for both boxers. And I think Chris Eubank should be wary of that as well because he's going to be stripped of his UK licence if he goes and fights there, surely, if, if Connor's ba uh, been his band or suspended. Um, and I wonder what happens with Eddie and his relationship with the board as well. And again, I chatted about this on TalkSport today with White and Jordan. Surely there should be an agreement unilaterally between commissions that if some around the world that if someone is banned in one territory they can't just go and fight in another territory well i, I think um someone from the california commission I, i'm not sure what commission it was it was one of the ones in the united states and they said when connor was you know um looking at potentially fighting in america uh, a few months ago that they wouldn't allow that they took advice I think it was before. Mike Mazzuli Mike Mazzuli was that him was that from the California when, when that was happening because Eddie came back to me on that when when that whole thing was happening around October the 8th and Eddie was going to go ahead with the fight uh, Mike Mazzuli actually rang me he was the president of the um, Association of Boxing Commissions in America at the time he rang me and said if they go ahead with this we will ban promotions of from them in America. We will not have it. We're going to get all our commissions not to agree to it because, again, as he was saying, he rang me specifically, I think it was in one of the stories I wrote at the time, um, to say we, we, we cannot support this 
because a boxer has something in his system or it's shown up in his system and you can't break the veracity of the testing system just to say, no, but I'm just innocent. You've got to prove you're innocent. He may have proved he's innocent, okay, through his documentation. He may have proved with UCAD, and that's why they're doing this. He may have proved with UCAD that there isn't a, a case against him. I hope he has for his sake, you know, because I, I wish nothing but the best for Conor Ben. Um, but, but it needs to be verified, this, I think. It, it's, I, and I know it seems uh, like a, a situation that you should boycott, but I'm not going out there because I want to be at the fight. I'm going out there to cover the story. Um, and, and it needs covering forensically, you know? I don't see, obviously, Abu Dhabi taking the same stance as uh, America did. Because they, they well, need, they need gets events banned or big events. If Conor Ben gets banned or suspended, then they've got a big decision to make, frankly. You know? And it's a big we, event for them. I think they'll go ahead with it. Well, we don't know yet. Um, in they, terms of, in terms of, in terms of the commission out there, in terms of the but UAE they, commission. But, I don't but see if Eddie Hearn and the, their commission goes ahead with it, they will be asked questions all the way up to it. Why, why are you... What is it that has made you feel that this, even though physically, territorially, it's outside the jurisdiction, that you should be going ahead with it? And do we, I, th I think it'll be go ahead at 160 if it does as well. So there's a lot of water to pass under the bridge before this fight is officially on, in my view. Just lastly, well, what's your understanding about um, the rematch clause for... Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. Because Ben Shalom, during the Fraser Clark fight week last week, was telling all media outlets that that fight is going to be next. So what's happened there? I know. Well, there you go. I mean, that fight's been on, off, on, off um, for how long now? Five months? Four months? Um, it's a very strange situation. And clearly, the water's running hot underneath that with temptations for Chris Eubank Jr. to fight Conor Ben in a much bigger fight in terms of eyeballs and, and a much bigger fight in terms of earning capacity and the money speaking. And that's what's happening in this situation. Okay. Gareth, appreciate your time. Anything else you want to add on that situation? Not really. I'm going to have a, a nice little tequila. Okay. You enjoy. Uh, enjoy the evening. Yeah, I'd love to see you. Thanks very much. You too. See you soon, Gareth. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.